You're listening to Heroes in the Moment. What's up, heroes? I'm Nathan. And I'm Michael. And today, Moon Knight episode four. <laughs> what just happened? What just happened? So, yes, we did play. Um, so, for you guys to do not know, I am actually not Nathan. Yeah, I'm and actually I'm, a different personality. I'm not, I'm not Michael. My <laughs> other personality is Jared Fielder, actually. Jared Fielder. Maybe I am Moon Knight. Maybe you so realize it. You're just realizing it. So we did this because, of course, Moon Knight episode four was absolutely a trippy piece of work that I'm absolutely baffled after watching. Yeah, it was. I loved it. I mean, I thought the episode itself was great. So amazing. Um, I haven't felt this way since WandaVision. Oh, no. Like, I haven't been this confused since WandaVision. What the crap just happened? Exactly. Right. What happened? Spoilers ahead as we uh, talk about this episode in depth and go through it with you guys. So, I mean, the episode in general was, I thought it was a great episode. I mean, Moon Knight so far, but all four episodes have been super consistent, super great. Yeah. And now it's kind of completely baffled our minds and kind of altered everything that we think of as reality. Yeah. It, it, and watching the end made us go back and question, okay, throughout the four episodes, mm-hmm. what could have been, you know, not real? Right. Which one of these, Every, like, could this not this have been scene, happened? This yeah. scene. Right. Right. Which is so fascinating and such a cool concept. I mean, you know, at first, when we were first theorizing about Moon Knight, I think back to this because we were like, okay, is he going to play into the supernatural element? Or is it going to play into the, like, the physical mercenary type um, Batman kind of Moon Knight? type of show yeah. it's definitely in the um the realm of uh the supernatural <laughs> for yeah. sure very supernatural sure. which i love and i love that it's differentiating itself from the street level threats because like you know uh like we said you know before it was all one interconnected story now it's kind of having two multiple stories within marvel yeah. you know we have the street level with like hawkeye falcon winter soldier and then we have like the uh multiversal magic level with like wanda and strange and we got the cosmic level with like the guardians and thor and then now this is bringing in a new supernatural element, which is super, super cool. And I can't wait a to see that. Trippy supernatural. And stuff like this, element. and maybe Agatha and the Werewolf by Night stuff that's coming as well. So this is super awesome to know about. So before we get to the super trippy part that we'll talk about here in a few minutes, we got to talk about what happened prior to get some more insight. Okay, so okay. It opens with, you know, first, you know, Conchu is just in prison. Conchu is placed in his imprisonment, which ripped Conchu. Also, there's like nine him. other gods, I think I counted, mm. which is weird because when, when you think back, um, what was it like during the first episode when Steven's talking to the girl and he's like, there's only seven on this poster. There's supposed to be nine supposed of them. supposed to be nine, yep. So are there just more gods than they thought or are uh, those? Well, in that group, there's supposed to be nine in that uh, section of group, but I don't know. See, I'm not a... Like, I don't know every single Egyptian god. I just know, like, the main ones. So it's, like, super yeah. hard to, like, really differentiate because there's multiple. I'm not sure if that's going to be big or not. I don't know. I don't know. It does seem weird, though, that just in the first episode, they would randomly drop, hey, it's not this number. It's this number. Right. And then later you see, like, it how many gods yeah, there are. It, it does. And it makes sense. You know? and I, I definitely think that everything that, that they've shown has definitely been for a reason. So all I know is hashtag free Kanchu. Uh, we want what? Hashtag free Kanchu. <laughs> we love Kanchu. Uh, bring back my Kanchu. He didn't do nothing wrong. <laughs> He's a homie. Free my boy. Free that dude. All right. So then we go from there and um, Steven and Lila uh, or Layla then go to the tomb of Ahmed, right? And they try to get in this tomb to try to get to Ahmed before Harrow does and his um, group of people that follow him, um, which was super, super cool in, its, in and of itself. Um, and then that relationship that's building between Layla and Steven was uh, shown as well. Dude, that was that? crazy, bro. Mm-hmm. First of all, if I was Mark, like, I probably just would have, like, 
I just the crap it, out of myself. Honestly, I would just let it happen because I mean it's the same dude. I mean, you know. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird watching the same body but a different personality. Yeah, like is. kiss her. It's like, it is pretty amazing how well I just have to shout out to the writers for how well they have done to have you know Oscar Isaac play these two roles, maybe more roles, and them feeling like two different characters, completely different characters. Yeah. I really, they did a really, really good job at that. Yeah. I love that. And then not, not just him too, but dude, Layla's character has been like really awesome. She has been awesome would, as well. I would say in this show. Yeah. And so is Harrow. I mean, Harrow yeah. is also amazing villain so far. And, and I would say this episode in particular really explored uh, Layla, her, her dad's story mm-hmm. and, and just kind of like her, her fears and right. like really who she was. Right. And that was really cool to see throughout that episode. Which if you so kind of think about it, this episode really was from the point of view of Layla the majority of it so that's pretty cool to think about as well hmm. um that it went from her perspective for the most of the show i guess um, i didn't think about that which kind of leads to her maybe possibly being someone more um than we think a more important character than we think she is um so we'll talk about that here in a few minutes okay okay but anyway as we get into the tomb we start hearing some things right and they're in this like looking like where they make mummies in this room where they make and uh, do the mummies and the next thing we know they hide by when they hear something coming and it's this freaky looking mummy thing. This freaky deaky looking that mummy. That thing was scary, man. Who's like taking people and then like mummifying them. Yeah. And like he took one of the uh, Harrow's followers and he yeah. mummified him. And I was like, oh my was goodness. Like, what the crap? Was that um, the police officer? No. Um, it was I the one was. dude that was that is usually like standing around Harrow that he was like, oh. found Almond's tomb. And then he was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> that was that guy. So I wonder, first of all, what's keeping that? mummy alive like by what by what power part of me wants to say because i want to say it can't be one of ahmed's creations but then again i feel like it probably was something of ahmed to like protect stuff from people who don't aren't deserving i guess per se i I feel like whatever that creature was it was one of the um people that was like left to guard the tomb right um or that died along with you know right which as they were um entering the tomb if you remember um, they were they saw like all those yeah, bodies, bodies lined, and they're yeah. like there's pictures and stuff and it's like this is the protection of Ahmed's tomb or the protection of this tomb in particular of this pharaoh yeah. as they realized because they realized this was the tomb of a pharaoh and the last uh, avatar of Ahmed was a pharaoh and it's until later we find out but who that pharaoh is it, it couldn't be Ahmed though like keeping that creature alive because Khonshu when he's locked up doesn't have the power mm-hmm. to you know give the suit give the healing right. power but so then again, what, what is Harrow it? does have some of the abilities of Amit yeah um, but they're stuck in the staffs right so unless there's like some like physically stored power of Amit like in the in the tomb or in mm-hmm. the people themselves which is possible uh, I wonder I wonder how I don't think it's too big of a deal but no. I'm just curious I don't know and that's something I don't think they'll probably go back and explain anyway um, they could, I don't know, but I thought it was just, I love the horror vibes. Like I'm not a horror fan myself, but this show does really well when it gives that suspense. Um, yeah. when you have that suspense going on, it does a really Dude, good job with that. Uh, bro, I was spooked. Right. When she, she's walking along and like, she turns around. I thought she was like going to turn around and it's going to be right there, you know, yeah. like classic horror. Right. But it wasn't like, it was behind her, like mm-hmm. in the thing. And it grabbed like, her. Oh! And, and then she runs on the grabs her again. I was like, bro, how'd you get on the first place? I know. But that she got crazy. an arm. She took it, his arm that off. That dude tried to stab her with the yeah, bone. And he was stabbing her bone, and then he, she stuck a flare in his eye, which was dope. <laughs> that, that was, was cool. awesome. Like shoved him off the edge. And then shoved him off the cliff. So that Yo, was pretty shout awesome. Shout Layla. Scene. Yeah. I would have been peeing my pants. <laughs> no, like, I would have been freaking really? out. Absolutely. Well, she did after, uh, you know, she kicked him off. She just starts like, oh, that was yeah, terrible. I would have done the same thing. I would have. Oh, man. I probably would have started crying, if I'm being honest. After I was like, that's scary. 
But anyway, <laughs> so we get all that going on. While Lila's doing, or Layla's doing with that, we see Stephen Grant go into the tomb of the pharaoh, and then he realizes that this wasn't an Egyptian pharaoh, rather it was a Macedonian pharaoh. The Macedonian. And then he's like, it was Alexander the Great, and we're like, whoa! Ah! Man, he's a big figure in history. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I guess you could say that. First of all, I'm confused. Why would Alexander the Great's tomb be in Egypt? He well, didn't die in Egypt. And, well, I think history, the reason I of think. this um, of history is because, like, you know, Alexander the Great was one of the greatest conquerors of all time in history, and he was able to conquer so much land that you know short period of time. And by doing that, I feel like he found a love of Egypt and Egypt culture. That's why, of course, the city Alexandra is named after him. Yeah. Um, in Egypt. So I'm curious that I think probably is because they praised him so much like a God that he loved it so much and he loved their culture so much that he wished to be buried there. Hmm. Um, perhaps is what I'm going to say. I just crazy how a dude from Macedonia, like a, like a ruler goes and then he's buried like I mean, a pharaoh. He just, oh, that's woke crazy. Up, he just woke up one day. It's like, I'm going to conquer the world, the known world. And yeah. he pretty much did it. So, so shout out to him. <laughs> do they, they reveal that he was Amit's avatar? They Apparently, anyway, we don't really know what's real and not real at this point. So, um, but yes, they revealed that Alexander the Great was Amit's previous avatar. So maybe that's like large, you know, part of his success was the fact I, that he sure. was, you know, gifted powers for by sure. this God. And I feel like that would make a ton of sense. Hmm. And which is super cool. Cause Alexander great. It's a pretty cool figure in history. So pretty awesome to go back and show that. And to explain like, that like, was cool. They've never seen this tomb before. I found it. And stuff. Stephen Grant's like freaking out. I know. And then dude. he had to get in his mouth and take out. This, Sorry, the, Mr. Great <laughs> breaks his job. Had to get in there. <laughs> and he took get out the imprisoned version of Ahmed. And I don't know whether they just break it or what they're going to do with it. Um, and then of course, Layla has a conversation with Harrow that I found very interesting. And where Harrow reveals that, um, Mark Spector was there um, when his father was killed. Yeah. And he could have been, in, could have been the one who killed him, apparently, mm. um, in her mind. And, of course, this leads her to not believe at first and then go in the process and be like, this is real. And then get angry and upset, which and completely understand. And shout out to her acting because she did a really good job acting. Dude, that. she killed it. She, she can't um, even cap. She did a good job with that. And then of course Stephen was there, and she was. He was like, "What?" And they turned into Mark because he he was like, at that like point, "I gotta deal with like, this." Mark right needs now. to deal with this. And then Mark <laughs> yeah, comes in business decision. Like, ah, Stephen, <laughs> I gotta go make a phone call. Let me go in the other room real quick. And then of course Take Mark away. comes out, and they have this conversation. And we get some more insight about uh, Mark Spector's origin story. So that was really cool. Um, what'd you think about that? Alright. So after after hearing it, right, we hear that we hear that Mark's quote like partner, right? End mm-hmm. quote. Killed all the people that dig site. Tried to kill Mark too. Yes, yes. Which would have succeeded if it wasn't for so Tom Chief. The question is Could that be Jake or could that be someone else? But like here's the thing. If it was someone else, it wouldn't be a big reveal. Like in the in the entirety of the show, it wouldn't matter. But knowing that Jake is like a crazy like murderer, which that, we have to explain that first. That would make sense. That. Plus, if Mark knew about that, like of course he'd want to keep that under wraps. So it wasn't right. him, yes, right. but it was. Well, to explain a little I bit know. more, I think it's likely um, about what Nathan's coming from because a lot of you guys we haven't even mentioned Jake Lockley on this podcast except aside from the first episode. So we got to mention him and go in depth. Because a lot of you guys may not know about Jake Lockley. So Jake Lockley is what we're theorizing and what we think will be, um, and we it's got to be, Mark Spector and Stephen Grant's third personality. Yeah. And who he is, of course, in the comics uh, standpoint, he was just a cabbie. He was just somebody who drove a cab around trying to get info. That's, that was his job. 
He was uh, an informant, a street informant, kind of in a way. Yeah. Um, and in this show, it seems like they're adapting him similar to what they did Stephen Grant, and they're adapting him to be more of like a serial killer kind of type who doesn't have no remorse against who he does and yeah. who he kills and stuff. Because you know the hints towards Jake Lockley are, this of course, the mirrors always has three of um whoever's you know of Oscar Isaac's you know always shows three of him, and then also the date. Mark Spector would not have made that date in the first episode. It would have been Jake Lockley. Facts. Yeah, because he's married. The fish. The fish in the episode. Something had to happen. The fish. Mark Mark's had to replace it, it. Something with that. Along with um, the, in the first episode when he has a scarab and he killed all those guys. Yeah. Mark usually shows more remorse than that. So I feel like Mark could do it. And they were just all like head blows. They were just, like just all trauma. dead. So I was and like, then Jake. The third episode when... Uh, Grant wakes back up and everyone, all the like assassins, yep. I guess, were like dead around we're him. Dead. And Mark's like, I didn't do that. Exactly. Because right? Mark's not a cold-blooded killer. You exactly. Know? So, so that leads us to believe to a third personality being Jake Lockley. And then they're also saying, um, like you said, that uh, Jake Lockley could have been the possibility and the one who actually killed uh, Lila's da- Layla's dad and uh, maybe even shot himself. Like, I'm telling you, it ha- dude, it has to be. And he tried to pull himself out of his misery. I don't think it was. If I'm really? being honest, if I have to, I think it is. I don't think it's Jake Lockley because if I'm being honest, the comic origin is the same thing as they described. He had a friend who was with him, a partner who betrayed them. That's what happened in the comics. I'm assuming that's what happened there. Someone who was a follower of Harrow is what happened here. Someone who was a follower of Ahmed was yeah. the one who did this. And he shot his dad and then tried to kill Mark as well because he knew Mark was a mercenary. And then Comchu came in the picture and you know, saved Mark's life yeah. and made him Moon Knight. So I think it's more likely, because I don't think Jake Lockley would do that and then shoot himself. It doesn't make sense that he would shoot himself. It really doesn't at this point, because we don't know him yet. So well, I don't think he would shoot with himself. The, I think with the teases of Jake and the Feathers in the Land two episodes, I don't think it'll dwell on who the partner is. Maybe it was, but yeah. I think that'd be a Which crazy it could, reveal. And then, of course, in the comics, of course, we have Mark Spector's brother, who's also not the best dude ever. So... We'll see what happens with that unless they adapt that or do certain situations. And you could be completely right. It could have been Jake. We'll I just see. don't feel like it'll, it makes sense. It will show it in either the next episode or the last one. We I hope. Really I like don't know. It. I think they'll unveil it. Well, we, we sh- they should anyway. But to move on from that, um, after, of course, um, Stephen, or not Stephen, Mark has that conversation with Layla. Harrow comes in, right? And then they're like, we need to get out of here. And but instead of that happening, they all come in, and then of course Mark has his awesome movement with yeah, his like axe, kills like three dudes. Dude, yeah, that was dope. That was really cool. And then of course Arthur Harrow shoots him twice, and at that point we're like, "Whoa, man, what's gonna happen now?" Because we know he can't be dead at this point, um, unless it's like episode six. So <laughs> he's yeah. not dead. He gets shot twice, and he falls in the water. He falls in the water. I saw one coming on YouTube. Uh, it was like, "Oh, it's symbolic. He shot him twice because of the two personalities and that I he think knew that's of." Just so stupid. He yeah, did that he because he was alive. still standing. I mean, I know that'd be cool if it was. It would be cool, but like that's the dope. English teacher kind of mentality. Was, the rock was brown. Mm. Now you see what this actually means. <laughs> this the guy was hungry. Explains means, world peace. Like, <laughs> so like that. The guy ate a sandwich. Oh, this means he was hungry, and because of his hunger, he wants to help the world yes. by showing his insides are in pain. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> he was just hungry and wanted a sandwich, my guy. Uh-huh. I don't understand English teacher sometimes. Anyway. That's, that's so true, dude. It's so true. Fact. All right. Anyway, and then we go into what, oh, of gosh. course, was the trippy scene of this episode, which was absolutely nutty. And the whole time, blowing. I was like, what? 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 I'm confused. 
this is leading to my, and that was the whole thing. When it first showed it, I was like, okay, this episode is going to end as soon as it shows Steven. We're just not going to have any, anything. And then of course it keeps going. I'm like, okay, is it going to end? When's it going to end? And it just kept going. I was like, okay, they're giving us some information. And then it ended on a huge cliffhanger. And then now I'm like, okay, give me episode five. Now I need it, please. Facts. And I'm, up. I'm so excited. We have two more episodes left and oh my goodness, this show has been so good. So I'm so excited. So let's break down the trippy scene. Mm. Um, so initially, what did you think, Nathan? Bro. <laughs> I can't, I can't even tell you, dude. I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. I was just questioning everything. It's like every like little thing that's happening. I was like, wait, right. was that real? Was that real? Is right. that who I think it is? Is, is right. that is that is well, that because like, yeah, a million thoughts. Dude. Oh yeah, a million thoughts. At first, I was like, okay, so this isn't like his brain or like Kamchu is messing with him or another god's messing with him, right? Or Ahmed's messing with him as he's in this thing. He's like, it's just inside of his head. Uh, maybe he's like at the point almost to death. He's not quite dead yet, but he's almost dead. And this his mind's playing these tricks on him. And he's seeing these visions. I had no idea. And then as it further got along, it showed different versions of like um, of what happened in the past episodes. Well, at first it showed a past movie that's kind of like an Indiana Jones ripoff with Doctor Stephen Grant as the archaeologist in this yeah. movie. It's kind of like the Indiana Jones type British accent. And it, it, it hints at that this is probably who Mark Spector, maybe watching this movie as a kid, yeah. based Stephen Grant upon. Yeah. That that's dude, that's definitely my theory. I, I, I think, think that is true. I as a young a kid suffering, he watched this actually real movie, mm-hmm. saw Stephen Grant, you know, the British accent, you know, right. the whole knowledge thing. It's like, right. you know what? That's cool. And adopts that. Right. He he does adopt that. And I mean, of course, with him having this men- these mental health issues, it also super trippy because it's in a mental health institution we yeah. see later. Um, which is super crazy. And then we see all the characters from previous episodes. We see um, the museum manager. What was her name? Donna. I Donna uh, carrying the plushy thing. We, we see um, Crowley and he's calling out the bingo numbers. He's calling out the bingo numbers. All of um, the workers were Harrow's men. Harrow's men. And Layla was a patient as well. Wait, think, think, think about that. Mm-hmm. Wait, if all the workers are the bad guys in the show and all the patients... Are the, uh, good, the good people? Well, like, I the guess, people involved in the show, yeah. I guess because I think Crowley was a patient too, mm-hmm. and he's like good, right? Well, at least from what we've seen. So, so maybe there's some symbolism in that. I feel like there probably is. I mean, you have the um, kind of the oppressors as you know the the good guys like in this sense, the the enlightened ones, so mm-hmm. to speak, by Ahmed, right? Are the sane ones. Yes. And then we get so many details as well of previous episodes within this trippy scene. Of course, we see a girl drawing a bird that looks like Comchu. Comchu, yeah. We see the fishbowl next to Steven or Mark or whoever. <laughs> it was Mark at the time. Yeah, it was Mark. It was Mark. Um, we see him attached, of course, to the wheelchair like he was attached to the bed. Um, we see Layla as well, who comes over and she's another health patient who's like a friend to him yeah. in a way. And um, then we see him like looking at his you know, mirror. And of course he's like nonverbal at this point. And he's like, he's sedated. Drugged, yeah. he's sedated. And then he gets rolled in to talk to Harrow. Who's like a psychologist, um, in the institution, mm-hmm. um, which is crazy. You got the short hair glasses. You called that. I was like, short hair glasses. And then we see a picture Stash. of the Alps where they were at in the first episode. Yeah. The first, he had the yeah. white cane. It looks completely different. He had the, the pyramid on his the pyramid desk. on the desk. The, um, other the sho- Egyptian things. His shoes room. were the same though. His sho- no, right? the shoes weren't were... quite the same, but they were symbolic that the shoes mean something. Yeah. And we see an alligator head in that room as well. And in, in the back of the room, they had the, uh, Egyptian jars, the Egyptian too. jars. And then, of course, he was having this conversation with him about his health issues. And then he's like, you shot me, starting to have that realization. And then, of course, we're in our minds thinking, okay, 
this isn't reality, but is it reality or what's reality? Is it? Yeah. What is this actually real? Like, know, was he actually in the ward the whole happened. time? But he's just drugged in the actual right. real. Right. Did this, any of this? Because he was actually holding a Moon Knight action figure as well. Yeah. So that makes it even more trippy. Oh my Whoa. goodness, so trippy. <laughs> so like everything, because you're like, is this real? Is this the actual reality, or are we thinking? I'm thinking it's not the actual reality. It's just in his mind at that point. Well, I'd but, say I'd say there there's a lot of things that point to the fact that this ward is not reality. Um, mm-hmm. I, I say first of all, one of the first things we see um is is, is Crawley, and he calls B twenty two. Right. But later, when it zooms in on one of the cards, that's not an option on it. Uh, I heard a couple of theories that um, it, it's in reference to uh, the twenty second, like I think, issue of Moon Knight, mm. and on the cover of that issue, uh, it shows all three personalities like coming out of a mirror, right, together so, to be together, yeah, like same. hinting, hinting at Jake, right, which we see later, right. So I think that's like the first clear indicator that like, all right, like this isn't reality. This is not reality, and I don't think it is reality at this point. I mean, I really think it's just inside of Mark Stevens and Jake's head. I'm at this point because, of course, we see later that um, as Mark is running away from Harrow or the psychiatrist version of Harrow anyway, that he runs into a room and that there is like a tomb there or like a pharaoh tomb and he opens it and it's Stephen Grant that comes out of it. And then now we got two of them. So. And yeah, then bro, they hug that, and they was crazy. It was great. Like it's, hugging. It's also the, wholesome because they like hugged and they got to actually finally. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> what was the last thing you remember? Like yeah. we got shot. We got shot. Like, I, I, yeah, it's yeah. like. They're like, okay, right. we're saying, and we then they run out and they hear another like tomb thing rocking, but they don't go to it because they don't know about it. Yeah, but that's got to be Jake Lockley, Listen, right? What what's like the scary part about that? Like there was like no like screams for help or nothing. It's just, just like shaking. a beating, yeah. like which is a cool <laughs> concept to me as well to have like two personalities that are good and then one that's not. Mm. That's so cool, and like to see that like you know him yeah. go back and forth between these ideas and to go back like you're Mark Spector. Okay, he's Moon Knight. He has goal. Uh, to do good things. Stephen Grant, he's just trying to live his life, but he got dragged into this whole thing. And then Jake Lockley, who's just a terrible dude, just trying evil. to top everything. And I, 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 did see a, I did see a theory saying that Jake is the only one out of the three who can take control over the body without any permission, which is why like, they wouldn't know about which it. Which would make total sense, because I don't you know, think either of them know about like, him. They just black out. He goes, kill some people. They wake right. up. They talk to each other. Do you kill him? No. No, I didn't do that. Like, okay, whoa, what the crap exactly, just happened? Exactly. So I definitely think we'll see Jake in the next episode. We got to. Got Bro, to. they tease him so hard. They tease him throughout the whole series, but in this episode, Listen, so much. Speaking of teasing Jake, I went back, and this one YouTuber I was watching was pointing to a couple scenes in number three where it was supposed to be Mark walking mm-hmm. through the streets. Right. But there was a different accent. It almost sounded like it was from the north, like a Boston accent or something. And it was like literally for like two lines. It's like one and uh what was it? It's like one in episode three where they're at like the whole like carnival and then one <clears throat> when he's talking to this dude on the street in Egypt. Dude, it's it's weird. Yeah. And I'll go back and rewatch it. But right. I'm telling you, what if he was like what well, there are more scenes with Jake than we know in about. the first four and we just could have recognized it at the it time. Could have been like we could have seen multiple scenes of Jake and be like, uh, or like he knew about their accents, so like he adapted his, changed like, to it try to, be, to fit in. That make that could be completely possible. You know, <laughs> like how how weird. See, with how trippy it is, not I wouldn't I be know. surprised if that was a possibility. It, it is very possible. I mean, everything's trippy, and of course, the ending was probably the most trippy because as soon as they're running, they run into a giant hippo goddess who. Talks in the lowest, sweetest voice Hi. I can think of. Like, well, that's Hi, Gloria guys. from Madagascar. It's literally Gloria. Tony, you right now. That's Gloria. <laughs> it's Gloria. And they scream like girls. It's hilarious. Which is weird because I, why would Mark be screaming? I mean, 
It would freak me out too, man. Yeah, but dude, he, you know how many times he's seen Khonshu and other Egyptian gods? Yeah, but why he, would he another hasn't one seen really any other? He hasn't seen any other Egyptian god but Khonshu. And he was Conchu half dead. Is 10 times more scary than a Yeah, hippo but he was guy. half dead when Conchu came into play, and then he got used to Conchu. This hippo thing they just randomly see, and he's never seen a god that looks like full on like a hippo. Yeah. Like Conchu looks like a god. Like he looks like scary, like looking, but it looks like a full on hippo to actually talk to him. I'd be pretty freaked out. I'm mm. not going to lie. Um, so we get that. I don't. And, um, you know, we looked it up, and that was the god, uh, what was her name? Teruet. 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 Who she's, is the god of healing? Yeah, she's a god of like, um, like fertility, uh, like childbirth, uh, but she also stands for uh, rejuvenation mm-hmm. uh, and regeneration, right? And she was teased in the first episode because she's like the plushie toy right. that he brings in. Um, so why is the, the god who represents regeneration and rejuvenation there? If it wasn't reality, if, if it was in fact because he yeah. just got shot. So I'm thinking that she comes in and she's kind of goes into his head to try to, to save him. him. Try to save him. I, I think she comes in, yeah, and I, I do think that she brings him back to life, knowing like how important you know he is to right. the, you know the overall gist. Right. But like, wow, what a crazy trippy episode! Great episode so far. Moon Knight has been so consistent, and I'm very glad. I'm sex, super excited because uh, the, this is the last hmm. episode that the press has seen. So nobody besides like the makers of Moon Knight have seen episode five and six. Really? So I'm oh, super wow. excited. So we know nothing about them. Dude, so. I'm just like, I'm like kind of bummed in a sense too. Cause I know like for a fact, after this comes out, I'll see like so many things on YouTube that I ticked off, like breaking every detail down. Like, right. Dang. Like, dude, there's like a hundred things happen. We didn't even realize. We didn't like, even I'm, realize. I'm excited to see it, but yeah, I dude, think it's going to be crazy. Great. Um, we did what we could, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm super excited to see what's happening next. Of course, I want to say really, really quick, real, real, real briefly, we may talk about this in more episode, but hints of the Scarlet Scarab, who is another superhero that Layla will probably end up being. Yeah. Um, which, of course, with the, her finger had the red beetle on it. Bro, yes, when she's crazy. Right, Look at that finger. Right. And then also there's other hints throughout the show that they talk about it, that it's a possibility of her being that. So we'll see in the coming episodes if that happens as well. Hmm. Um, but that is Moon Knight episode four in a nutshell, in a brief nutshell. So you think, wait, really quick, hit back on that. You think she has a future in the MCU? I do. As this character? Because I want to say, like, I feel like they're using her as a possible backup. Because Oscar Isaac, like you said, is only signed on to see one season of Moon Knight. Yeah. He might not sign on anymore. So she could be a backup that they could use to have her become, like, the next Moon Knight, essentially. Hmm. Um, because of course they hinted at Kamshu taking over her as well. Yeah. So it's a hint, hint possible she could be the next okay. or something. Well, up to that. I, I love her. She's great. She's cool. But I still want yeah, to crazy. Scarlet Scarab. Scarlet Scarab. So hey. we'll see what happens in the future. I'm excited. All right, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, let us know by giving us a review and a download. Um, our next episode will be uh, Thursday next week. We're breaking down episode five of Moon Knight. Yes. So check that out uh, and feel free to check out our latest episode, which was a Thor Love and Thunder teaser trailer breakdown. Heck yeah. So go ahead, check it out. It's a banger. That's for sure. So we appreciate the sport. And we definitely would appreciate that. And we just want to thank you for listening. And as always, we love you 3000.